So mayo is a lotion. Mayo is definitely <laughs> a lotion. You can use that in your hair. Previously on Watch and Talk. Can we talk about space pens for one second? Please. By the way, I also have a question about the 90s sedan. Stop thinking. Stop thinking. With all due respect, it looks like shit. I have that at those words written on my paper, Cockring. Wow. Hello. And oh, oh. welcome to yeah. season one, episode 22 of Watch and Talk. Uh, this is the season finale. It's an episode called What Kind of Day Has It Been? So yeah, this is the se- I didn't know this was a season finale until I w- was watching it. Does that mean this is the season finale of our podcast? Is yeah, it, I guess Do so. we have like... Have we planned this? Do we have like special guests and stuff? <laughs> yeah, they're going to be coming in and out the whole episode. Okay. Yeah. That's they're all, ex- they're running a little late. Wow. They, like maybe like an hour late. Yeah, we'll check in <laughs> with them later. Is there going to be a dramatic cliffhanger? Maybe. Okay. Don't, don't spoil the... Just the title of this alone has some uh, Sorkin callbacks. There's an episode of all of his shows called this, and it's usually a season finale. Um, the first season finale of Sports Night is called this. There's a random episode of the news. I think it might be the series finale of the newsroom is called the same thing. That's so, so interesting because I think this is among the worst, oh, the worst. titles. Oh, it, it's it's a f- very Sorkin-y thing in that it sounds profound, but it's like doesn't it's really like mean anything. Seven <laughs> words together. Did, I don't he, did he use it on Studio Sixty on the Sunset? Oh, strip? I think that might. I think actually the last episode of that's called that too. Mm. It's this. It's always like the end of his things are called that. Uh, anyways, uh, the previously on is a Sam uh, this week. Uh, it's they. It's a pretty short one actually. They talk about the India episode, which was like episode two or three. Mainly the CJ not getting told about an intervention or a military action. And there is a bunch of stuff about Zoe and Ron and the Secret Service and just the general threats against Zoe. Starts off with Bartlett at a town hall meeting in Roslyn, Virginia. He's on stage. Uh, he's answering questions to a bunch of college students. Um, does anybody know what school this was? What's Roslyn? Is that a real place? Well, it's at the museum, I uh, thought. Oh, okay. Which... But it's like it's a college-related thing because everybody's young, right? Well, they make a couple of big deals know, out of that. The museum yeah. in D.C. is like a museum about newspapers and stuff. I don't know. This is Maybe this is like a fictitious college of William and Mary? Yeah, it could be. He's doing some victim blaming. Yeah, he's answering a question. He's talking down to the 2001 equivalent of a millennial, mostly. <laughs> the current crop of 18 to 25-year-olds is the most politically apathetic generation in American history. Oh, yeah. That, that would are... be a Gen Wire, I think. Yeah. At that at that time? Yeah. Telling them how they're lazy and they don't care enough about the profound traditions of politics and whatever. Just... Bl- blaming them for the failures of governance. Yeah, but at least he says it's a little bit of both people's faults. Yeah, that's uh, nice. Um, he cites a study that somebody on his staff brought up. Um, a young member of his staff. We learned that it's Charlie. and um... I want to say uh, I did not catch that line until my second viewing. Uh there's a great episode for a second view, uh, viewing, particularly this first pre-intro bit. It is actually quite poignant upon rewatch, especially an immediate rewatch. I thought I found the first go round as uh, as designed. I'm sure was a little confusing. You know, it sets up some mysteries for the episode, but you're you're kind of in the dark for a lot of stuff that they really sew up in a, in a great way later on. A few things happen in this one. Um, it's all. Ex- purposely vague as we'll find out later this is kind of like a 
Pulp Fiction-y circular structure episode. <laughs> they make a deal about the president taking his jacket off. There was some debate among my staff earlier today as to whether or not I should take off my jacket. Some thought it would fit in nicely with the folksy atmosphere of a town hall meeting. Others thought it wouldn't be presidential. Can I trust you all to read nothing into it other than I've been talking for two hours and it's a little hot under these lights? And he gets a big applause when he finally does take it off. Backstage, there's uh, a lot of goings on. Um, There's a mysterious uh, hand signal telephone game going on where Sam tells Toby, tells josh tells leo the some message by moving his hand in a funny way it's like somebody want to take like a, a stab nike at describing swoop. it um, like a you, nike oh swoop. yeah it's like making a nike swoop with your hand flat right and but it's, it's, it's a like, big gesture though it's like you're skimming a rock up off of some sort of surface right i think hand. the nike swoop was better like a hump, <laughs> like a okay. whale cresting above the water <laughs> yeah, yeah. no we nailed it with the nike swoop guys I would think okay. a whale cresting. <laughs> Leo <laughs> says that he's confused by the hand sign. What's that? It's the signal. I thought that was the signal for the other. It's the signal for this thing now. We don't know what either thing was, so there's at least going to be two plot lines in this episode. Two things. That's all we know right now. I, I just got to say, like, the blocking on this scene is so great. Like, the staging of it, because it really gives you a sense of the space they're in. And it's like they're bouncing, leaning the over balconies and looking down different right. floors. Yeah, and... the, the glance from Toby to Josh is the best part, where he's like up on the he's up <laughs> on the balcony, and then he like looks way over the balcony, and Josh just so happens to be walking by, and he's like, "Josh!" He looks right up at him. He swoops, <laughs> gives him a shit. swoop. Also, everyone in this scene is looking in the right place at the right time. Like that's what's so incredible about the <laughs> signal is like like the president is looking. Like, at the tiny person. Yeah, and then Danny and CJ are also backstage. Uh, she hits him on the head, I think, in this part. I can't yeah. tell. I can't remember which part She hits which. him on the back of the head. And says, like, come here, I got a tip for you. This um, is called cuffing, right? <laughs> pickup artist thing? No, no. <laughs> 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 a different kind of... Cu- well, though, this is kind of nagging in a way. It's a type of frotture. Yeah. <laughs> is it? You're in the dating scene, Brayden. Do you like smack women on the back of the head to absolutely not get them interested in no. you? You do it right up in the in the eye. <laughs> you just you like take their, your two yeah. fingers and poke them in both Show eyes. Who's the man? And, yeah. they, and they stick their hand in the middle of their face. <laughs> oh, and that's how you know like you've met your match. Brutal. <laughs> so she's got a tip, and she says it's about the space shuttle Columbia. And Danny to call his science editor. He's getting a tip. And then outside, there is um, some Secret Service uh, sweeping of the area. Somebody has a sign that's kind of the laziest campaign sign. It just says, we love President Bartlett. <laughs> Straightforward to the point. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's clear. <laughs> that's like they didn't want to like make it ambiguous whether this crowd was here for him or not. Um, Gina and Ron are outside. They talk about how the president's going to be watching a softball game later. And Gina's like, why would anybody ever watch a woman compete in a sport? No, it's a good question. (laughs) Yeah, everyone is very perplexed by why he's watching women's softball. I felt like she was the least skeptical about it. And judgy, she was just like, wow, they have that on TV? Yeah, That's that's all she had to say about that. But, you know, let him do what he wants. They continually specify that this is... Uh, girls softball. He's watching girls softball. Um, <clears throat> the president will be watching girls softball. Do 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 the fellows play softball? 
Is there a men's? I was on a softball Is there a televised oh, men's? I was on a softball league. But were you on television, Eric? I don't know what people were putting this. Yeah. I mean, he he didn't go pro. I was just focused yeah. Maybe on the, on the game. Web. He was just was this like yeah. a, Was this like ironic life. Brooklyn yeah. softball? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's cash. Yeah. I have a fun like factoid that Jason was the catcher for T-ball. I was. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... I actually got the winning out as catcher as someone was trying to run home, as they call it. The only one to ever do that in the history because there has never in recorded history been a catcher in T-ball. And I was was hoisted (laughs) up as a hero by By your own petard. By my own (laughs) petard. And I do not really understand what I do to Are you sure this wasn't your bat mitzvah? (laughs) I like that. You probably didn't realize you just did this. I said bat mitzvah, yeah. yeah. Intentionally emasculating him further. This story is already so emasculating that you really can't make it worse. So So as Gina is um, scoping the crowd, you know, she's doing her Secret Service thing. There is one particularly sketchy looking person. Mm Mm-hmm. He um he's a member of the alt right it appears. It does appear. <laughs> yeah. He's a he's a really drugged out looking skinhead guy who's like shifty eyed and everybody is looking towards the door hoping to see a glimpse of the president. This guy is staring off into space, not really doing anything. Um, so maybe maybe give that guy a second look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe like coming down him. off some kind of drugs. He looks yeah. Also, yeah, like well, this is the best casting the show has ever done. The bald PC <laughs> like, skinny kid. I fully buy into this character. <laughs> he was even better than the other uh, skinhead guys we saw in oh, California. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Why uh, do they only portray skinheads wearing hats? You think would be too scary? obvious I, otherwise? Oh, their heads get cold. What did you say? Sunburn. Accuracy. Oh. Do they wear hats? They wear hats. Probably they wear hats. <laughs> No, it had a big, had a swastika, (laughs) (laughs) an an arrow pointing it down. It was like, I'm the killer. Mm -hmm. They go back inside. Uh, Josh and Charlie have a moment. Charlie says, he used it. Yeah. He used the material I told him about. Yeah. You were right. What do you mean? It doesn't go away. And there's a call back to the first episode that Charlie was in. Where he's like, it doesn't go away. And then Josh is like, what the fuck are you talking about, guy? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah okay, I remember. Um, so there's a nice little thing between those two. It's cute, although we don't really know the meaning behind it, which is kind of a nice way of doing a sentimental thing, is that you don't realize that it's sentimental when it happens. <laughs> uh, they go outside. Everybody's leaving. Um, Bartlett is taking some extra time on the rope line. He's shaking everybody's hands. He's going to miss the start of that game. And then Gina is... himself, though. Spidey sense starts tingling and she's She's like, I saw something and uh, starts looking around. So I was wondering about this. Is she saying I saw something to herself or is she saying it in her walkie to other secrets? It looked like she was saying it to herself because she didn't like hold up her wrist or anything. I learned in an episode of Venture Brothers that it's foolish to have your only only form of communication on your wrist. Yeah. Because if you get captured, they're going to handcuff you or put you like, Mm -hmm. you know, you should have one. You should have a laugh mic. Yeah, you should have one near your face. Yeah, and so finally at the end of that, she catches eyes with the skinhead guy. He looks up behind her. She turns around. They push into the camera into her face, and she screams or starts. She makes like a face. It's at this point that I begin to think perhaps it's been a bad day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
and we go right into the credits from there. So um, something happened, but we don't know what. Braden, when you watched this first time around, did you have any speculations? Yes, I wrote something. (laughs) (laughs) Something. And then I put an exclamation point because it's serious. Did you think it was going to be like a full-on shooting? Did you have any idea? I, I, I thought it was going to be a shooting. Because just, we're building up. It's yeah. the finale. Something Something's big She's happen. all, you know, uh, crabby, SpongeBob memeing it. And it's <laughs> something's going on. So we come out of the credits. Uh, there is a title card that says 12 hours earlier. So we, we flash back. Is that a flashback? Is it, if it's the whole uh, episode? I don't Interesting. Know the, I don't know the proper word for that. It's what more the like time structure travel. Is. Yeah. So uh, they're in the sit room. Um, Fitz is on a phone call, and then Leo comes in. Fitz kind of gives him like the wait a minute finger. What's going on? One second, Leo. Which I just like Leo getting put in his place a little bit for even that split second because he's getting an update from somebody. The Nighthawk didn't come back. Didn't come back from where? A three hour patrol of the no fly with the five and dime. Iraq. Yeah. We've got an F-117 down in Iraq. Along with a pilot. Weird thing in the background of this one, um, there are some portraits on the wall of what I presume are past presidents. Jimmy Carter is on there. Hmm. And so I, th- I previously we knew about Nixon, I think they had referenced obliquely. And so now there's a little bit of a, a Carter reference too. If I looked at this photo that was in the background for one frame properly, hmm. <laughs> which maybe I didn't. But it looks like he was. I'm buying it. President and Charlie are, I think, walking through the White House. They also engage in some casual sexism about why would anybody want to watch women play sports. It means you could watch the girls softball game. Did you just snicker when you said that? No, sir. Yes, you did. You snickered. As if to indicate there was something wrong with my wanting to see a girls softball game live via satellite. Well, you seem pretty excited about it, sir. I feel like the president could have done a much better job defending his decision instead of like he basically was like, well, men watch sports and sports is on TV. So men watch the sport. Crack a beer. Yeah. And watch some sports. And he's like, this is the sport that's on. And that's why I'm watching it. Not like. So it's he kept actually saying, a good sport. He kept saying open a beer. You come to the end of a long day. You sit back. You open a beer. You watch a sporting event. That's what men do. Which I thought was weird. He's not going to drink it. Well, it's just like I'm open. I'm gonna look at it. It's not really. I don't really open a like a like a bottle. You crack a brew. You don't open a beer. <laughs> yeah. I I would say like open this. Like I'm gonna open. It this. Comes from a different generation, Jason. Back in his day, what do you say? They about would a beer? have to open a, a beer. Like I don't. I don't. I'm gonna have some brewskis. Like opening the container is not like. It's, I'm gonna drink a beer. I'm not gonna open. I'm gonna a get container. drunk, bruh. I'm going to have a beer. Yeah, I'm going to have a I'm going to yeah. drink and consume the liquid in this can. I'm not going to open a can. He should have said that exactly what you just said. Yeah. There's one funny bit in this where the president's walking around. Morning, Mr. President. Morning, sir. Hey, Steve. Hey, Mikey. Listen, have I gotten any of the names right so far? No, sir, but you came damn close on a couple of them. Okay. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, so I have you... here. Uh, we learned that the president routinely calls people by the wrong name knowingly. He does this with a smile. Right. Because it's like a little game. So if you met the president and he called you the wrong name, would you still be like excited about your interaction with the president or would you be sad? How far I, off? I was it like Brandon? <laughs> no, like he just called you like Jim. Yes, sir. Yeah. You'd be, you'd still be thrilled. Mm-hmm. Don't give me no Brandon shit though. I hate that. 
<laughs> would you correct him? At Brandon, yeah. So you'd rather him get like your name completely off base than like close to your I name? I think I'd correct the yeah. first time at least. If he kept doing it, I'd be like, you know what? No, <laughs> you're a busy guy. Every single time <laughs> until he got it. I would just go I'd by like, whatever I'd name like snack. he called your, me. Your time's more day. important than mine, buddy. Yeah. I can sit here correcting you all day. You got shit to do. <laughs> yeah. President walks into the press room and they're doing prep for this town hall thing. They're kind of just like peppering him with questions and talking him through the stagecraft. There's some funny stuff with CJ about her over explaining everything and saying about how, like, how to drink water, stuff like that. You say I have a pitcher of water and a drinking glass. And the water gets into the glass. How? I thought those were pretty good jokes. Sam comes in the room and the president says, hey, what's going on with Columbia? And Sam has no idea. He says to ask Toby because his brother is on the space shuttle, which is a thing that we and Sam did not know that Toby has a brother who is an astronaut. And there's a funny little pun about the newts that the guy's working at Toby's brother's working on. Yes. What does he call them? Astro newts. <laughs> 100% right. CJ picks that up without a beat. She nails it. There are a lot of little throwaway jokes. Just like, it's so fast. I mean, this series in particular, but all, but this episode as well. It's just lightning fast. And like, this was a little throwaway joke I didn't catch on the first go around. And then it's like, astronauts. Boom. 100%. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, this is actually a short episode too. It's like, it's only 37 minutes long, I think. Hmm. They're usually like over hmm. 40. Let's see if we can keep this one under 40. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Toby's brother, by the way, is a payload specialist. What is that? It's, he's the guy that specializes in the payload on, okay. the, uh, on the space shuttle. I think what that must refer to is Thank when you. they send up a space shuttle, they have all those people and they're all doing their thing. So he's got his newts. There's somebody else with a flock of bats. Um, there's somebody else with some rocks that they're trying to get to mate. Um, and then... They all have a little bit of payload, and they're specialists in their payload. So it's kind of the generic term of, like, guy doing shit, but he's not a pilot. Mm. Like, he, like, his purpose is to go... His purpose is to do the thing that's the purpose. Like, a payload, if you're a pirate, is, like, the thing you went to go steal, and now you're... Right. He's, so like, I, I, studying I think, a specific thing yeah, that is exactly. a specialty in the space. Right. So there's uh, probably, you know, three payload yeah. specialists, and they're all running their own little game on the... Yeah. They cut to Toby with Bonnie and Ginger in the communications pen. Um, they're also preparing for this town hall. Like Toby is really worried that the faculty is going to ask some question about Cuba and nobody else thinks it's going to be a problem. Um, and it ends up not being a problem. I th figured they would have made a small call back to that later. But... There must be a deleted scene somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the question's kind of interesting. It's like, why is a it okay to open communications and trade with China, but not with Cuba. That's an interesting little policy point. They just kind of tuck in there. Um, Sam comes in and he's, uh, by the way, I have it written. He says, bro, you got a bro? Question mark. <laughs> um, he's kind of mad about that, that he didn't ever get told about it. You know, not only did I not know that you had a brother on the space shuttle right now, I didn't know you had a brother. Yeah. I didn't know you had a brother. I do. And he, like, knows more about his brother than he knows about Toby. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then Toby tasks Sam with finding out why it didn't land, because he doesn't know either. And now he's worried about it, because it's later than it was supposed to be. There's a Josh and Donna scene after that. Josh is going to meet the vice president, but it has to be during jogging later today. That is so annoying. If I had to do that, I couldn't be an actor. <laughs> 
<laughs> if I had to do that, I couldn't like work at the White House either. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> but as we see, Bradley Whitford like barely makes it through that scene. No, <laughs> I I was impressed through. with his running abilities. He asked Donna to carb him up. Okay, order me some boiled chicken and some pasta. Nothing like a meeting you have to carb up for. <laughs> and then he wonders why his chair isn't there. And this is the little Donna Josh plotline for this episode. And they get a lot of play out of the chair. Donna has a friend who is a maintenance guy. What we find out is she's corrupt. She's yeah. pulling. So she's giving uh, jobs for favors, steering government contracts to her people. You know. Yeah. So Josh's chair is in the shop. Wow. For later. Have you ever heard of a chair being in the shop? No. I just say no. you, you get a There's new no chair. There's no chair shop. Yeah. Well, this is like pre-9-11, so yeah. we like repaired things instead of just buying a new one every time something broke. <laughs> well, we, we weren't on good terms with China back then. We couldn't just get yeah, yeah. cheap chairs from Walmart. True. They go back into the town hall prep after that. Mandy shows up for a split second to ask a question. Josh has some notes on the answer. It's like something about why aren't we doing better about health care. I, did, I didn't even notice Mandy in this episode. She's I wow. did, invisible. and I was like, she, why is she here? She was there. Yeah, Josh has notes on the answer, but as the president is rehearsing his answer, Leo comes in, says it's sit-room time, which is the ultimate priority thing in the White House. So this meeting gets canceled. The president and Leo go into the situation room. Down there, they show a bunch of advisors around the table. It's like half of the people are in like full military getup, with the medals and everything and half of them are in suits and that just must be so odd and it's like a day-to-day thing where it's like you show up looking like a normal person and you have to interact with these people in like these no offense like costumes basically (laughs) it must be very odd to just be in a room like that isn't a suit also a costume yeah i guess so I do find it weird, though, like when I'm around, like at a wedding or something, if someone wears their uniform or something because they served. I'm like, why are you you wearing that here? I don't understand. I'm probably going to offend a lot of people right now. (laughs) It just must create a weird social dynamic. I mean, if everybody's wearing it, it's normal. Yeah. And if nobody's wearing it, it's normal. But if half the people are and half the people aren't, then it must be kind of odd. They catch the president up on this Iraqi uh this pilot guy that's stuck in iraq the iraqi republican guard they're like 10 miles away the plane must be smoldering too so that it's probably pretty visible he doesn't have a lot of time left fitz has a military plan ready to go everybody's into it except for this one cuck nerd guy phil (laughs) phil who's like oh maybe if we let them like fuck our wives they'll (laughs) 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 leo gets really up in this guy's face how about I drop you and your $47 million American warplane that's already been picked up by Iraqi radar in the middle of a desert? Then you tell me if we've got three hours to find a diplomatic solution before we come get you. He takes it really personal for reasons that we kind of find out later. And then the president tells him... Phil, if it ends up Fitzwallis has to call this kid's parents, I swear to God, I'm invading Baghdad. Which, you know, maybe not such a great thing to do. What could go wrong? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, maybe right. Let's try it. So that's that scene. So there's a uh, military shenanigans going down. CJ and Leo are after that. Leo catches CJ up on this thing, the Iraqi thing, which is a change of pace from the previous time this happened, the India thing that they covered in the previously on. He makes a big deal out of saying like, "Look, I told you this time, like you should reward me for that or whatever." 
And then she says she's okay to lie. I guess that's kind of a somewhat closure to CJ's storyline arc. She's like one of the team now. There's a weird thing. Well, she does. Okay. So she points out that he was like, you have trouble lying. And she's like, no, no, no. I lied last time because you lied to me. And then I told what I thought was like the truth. So there was that. Yeah, that was weird to me because later she just lies. Yeah. And so effectively this. You've earned the ability to lie now. But why did she look like an idiot before? No, they, but they didn't. They she were didn't concerned. know what she was doing. Well, they were concerned that if they told her the truth, she'd leak it to Danny because they were so close. So they they decided not to tell her, let her go out there and and well, not when just someone Danny, asked her, they thought she couldn't lie to the press. She thought she was too close. With, they thought she was too close with the press. But they mentioned in that episode, yeah, it's specific, specifically maybe Danny. specifically Danny, but and then somebody. Danny asks her about the thing, and she's like, oh, "What are you talking about? That's not a thing. You're crazy." And it turns out it was a thing, right? But she says, "I lied to the press before in the previous episode." The reason she was so mad is she's like, "I could have like not answered the question. I could have like evaded it. Right. I looked like an idiot because I outright lied and said something that wasn't true versus giving a non-answer." Yeah. And in this one. She just outright lies, which is the same right. function, like from the outside, the same effect. Yeah. I so mean, why were, doesn't she look like an idiot this time? They're not well, describing think... it correctly because what had happened is the way she misinformed the press revealed that she was being kept out of the loop. Yes. So that now everyone in the press room is like, she doesn't oh, get included. right. She in... said like, I talked to the president five minutes ago and yeah. he said nothing happened, blah, blah, blah. But even then, it's like, if you're going to lie, you're going to lie. And then why Le- does, I don't get yeah. why it's so different. Leo also says something in this scene about being in the age of instant news. Like, we have to be careful. Yeah. And I thought that was really funny considering when, like, something is on the internet, they're like, no one's going to hear about this for three days. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the scene is just um, Josh and Toby filter in and out, and they're mostly questioning why a stealth plane got shot down. And shouldn't we maybe look into that? There's Toby and Sam after that. There is a nice little 2001 A Space Odyssey reference. The, sp- the problem on the space shuttle is that the pod bay doors won't open because <laughs> uh, the, the AI has taken over the ship. And, you know, you guys have seen that movie. Yes, that's that a great movie. Sam is still upset that Toby isn't sharing his uh, life story, his biography with him. But Sam's going to keep getting updates for Toby throughout the day. The next scene is... Hoynes and Josh, the jogging meeting that they set up earlier, they're running along the Potomac. Is this our first jog and talk? Have we done this before? <laughs> thought, no, there was a jog and talk there was a jog in and one talk. of the first episodes. That, with oh, that was on a treadmill. The though. first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh, was a, this is right. on the Potomac. It was CJ and she yeah, yeah. fell. On right. scene. Yeah, no, this was like a real jog and talk. This was like, so, strenuous to watch. The conversation that they are having, or really it's just Josh talking, but... It's actually great. Yeah, they're talking. They don't like SNL, and it's like I haven't watched that show in years. <laughs> Close. What? So this is the savings and loan crisis, oh. where under Reagan, the Democratic Congress deregulated the small banks, leading to a giant bubble, and then run on those banks, and they had to bail them out. Not the first bailout, but like the biggest. The one that like exploded the concept. It was the biggest one until the one that happened in the office. Right. It was, I, they actually used pretty accurate numbers, I think. They said half a billion or half a trillion in this episode. I think the real number is similar. Hmm. Yeah, but it's all in reference to campaign finance reform stuff, though, and saying yeah. like the people that got bailed out then just lobbied 
Congress to like loosen the rules back again, and they just went ahead and did it. So it's just people buying off Congress. They dip into a lot of topics in this episode for very, very brief moments. But yeah, did we know that they used to work together? That Josh worked for Hoynes? Wasn't there a comment he made when he was in the vice president's office in one episode? I don't know. Um, you, you tell us, because we all know I that, but I couldn't remember. I forgot. Did you know that they did? No. Right, so it wasn't a big deal yet. Josh's main argument is, here's all the reasons for campaign finance reform, stuff that we want to do. You should be on board with this. You've had some experience battling Jed Bartlett when he's right, and you've had some experience battling him when he's popular. Why in the world would you want to try out when he's both at the same time? We're, you know, we're above 50% right now. Uh, something else is going to happen, and that's going to give us another five points. And the Iraq guy. The pilot's going to come back from Iraq, and that's going to be good for another 10 points. And then we're going to be like in the upper 60s in popularity. So, you know, don't screw around with us on this one. We're going we're gonna to win this. Then what Hoyne says to him as a result of that is like... Sometimes I wonder if I listened to you two years ago, would I be president right now? You ever wonder that? And then Josh is like, damn right you would have. Yeah, because of me. Because I'm the man. Um, there was one really funny, or not not particularly funny at all, but there's one thing that happens in this episode. They run by this extra, like, very early in the scene. He's, like, a very, like, uh, obvious guy. He's wearing a bright green shirt. The whole scene happens, and the second they stop, that guy walks right past them. <laughs> as if, like, right after they ran off screen, he started running behind them or something. <laughs> It's the only thing I can think of. There were people that were very close to them. Like... Yeah, those are Secret Service agents. Oh, really? There was yeah. like three of them. There was one who did not look like a Secret Service agent. That's what uh, was interesting to that, because part of your job having to be to escort somebody on a jog seems just like a very odd thing. I'd want a uh, Segway. Well, one guy had a bike. I'd want a Segway. The next thing is there's a the CJ press conference, and she's talking about the pilot that went down she says the plane crashed we don't really have any specifics yet other than that the ejector seat was ejected calls on danny moment cj cj danny is there a rescue mission underway obviously there are a number of scenarios being contemplated but i wouldn't want to speculate there have been no military moves no leo's in the back kind of giving like a palpatine like yes lie to him <laughs> faced uh he, he looks very happy that she's finally like lying properly to the press such an accomplishment yeah that one's a that one's a short scene they just set up that cj like went through with the the plan they have another town hall prep they just decided to go to a different room for this one it's the roosevelt room now this is the other part with mandy in it they're talking about whether he should take his jacket off during it to kind of like look casual in front of the college students and then Mandy's got like a really thirsty look of her on this one. How do you feel about him taking his jacket off? No. I like it. She's like, yeah, take it off. <laughs> if he does it at a great moment. <laughs> yeah. President has a funny quote. With the mic and the stool and the jacket over my shoulder, I can do the town hall meeting and then do a couple of sets at the Copa. Zoe comes in. She says that the president looks sweaty. Are you sweating? <laughs> Thanks. Hi, Dad. You look sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Did you take your medicine? So they're setting up something. Something's not right with the president because there's a few other references to that throughout the episode. Everyone keeps asking him if he's okay. Plus, he he actually does a secret taking of a pill in a scene with Charlie in the old yeah. office. What? I just get sweaty. What's it? What's the big deal? I get sweaty. Yeah. He doesn't. The president talks Zoe into coming to the event 
tonight, even though she doesn't want to, because he's going to embarrass her. I think, do we actually see that he does embarrass, he did embarrass her? At the he does, he does. He yeah. does it later, I think, yeah. She says, Charlie has got something to tell you about the thing tonight. He's got something to mention, but you should ask him about it. But Charlie don't want to tell him. Charlie don't want to tell him. Uh, the president tries to get it out of him. Charlie just says it was a miscommunication or, or something. He, he, uh, he denies it. Then as the president's leaving the Roosevelt room, <laughs> um, Sam comes up. He's like, oh, I got a signal worked out just in case something happens with the pilot during the town hall. And he does the hand signal, the Nike swoosh. And the president looks so freaked out. He kind of like <laughs> backs away and like closes the door. Yeah. He's like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love that. The, the overeager Sam embarrassing himself <laughs> is always a, a good storyline. The, and the way the president conveys his disdain for it. Should I spread it around? Well, I think it's going to get around all by itself, but if you want to help it along a little, there's nothing wrong with that. Is he just implying that he's going to tell everybody? He's immediately going to make fun of Sam to everyone else. <laughs> yeah. There's Leo and Josh after that in Leo's office. They're recapping the meeting with the vice president, but Leo quickly gets to... Josh. Yeah. Did you happen to say to him that if Scott Hotchkiss comes back alive, there'll be a 10-point bump? I did. I gotta tell you, if the president ever heard about that, he'd be out of his skin. Leo. Don't do that. Do we think the VP was mad about this? He didn't seem mad. No, no. No, he just mentioned it. Yeah, this is like... By this the way, is your, your political liaison is like a sociopath. <laughs> Just good job. You convinced me well, he's a sociopath. Yeah, so yeah. when he is asking Josh if he said this, Josh kind of was like, yeah, I said it. Like, like, he's really proud of it. And yeah. Leo's like, can you like not be a horrible, horrible person? Thanks. Right. Um, and the reason that he takes it so personally is that he said he flew planes in, in the war. He means Korea, I think, or Vietnam. One of them. World War Two. I don't know. There were a lot of wars back then. At the end of this, Leo says, you did good today, but there's a way to be a person. And <laughs> Which then is a good line. Josh goes in for a hug that he completely <laughs> misreads, and it's hilarious. Yeah. This is like such a great moment. Yeah. Like, this would be a great gift. Did you gift this? <laughs> I will. He's got a silly <laughs> smile on his face, Leo. He's like, man, did you misread that? <laughs> and like, I want to imagine that that's improvised. I, I have no way of knowing that, though. <laughs> That's just so good. And then on the way out, Josh tries to tell Leo the hand gesture. And Leo's response is, What is that? That's the signal. Looks like a hip-hop gesture. It's a... <laughs> Which... A hip-hop gesture. What does Leo gesture? know about hip-hop? No. Nothing. So Josh, a low-key racist, as he describes what is perhaps a more hip-hop gesture as signaling when something is wrong. Oh, oh. yeah. It's the, it's the inverted Nike swoop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the I'm doing downward, it now, guys. The downward swoop. It's really hard and other, to describe what Braden's doing, but it looks like some sort of spasm with the right side it's of like the a body. Hip, it's a hip-hop move. Yeah. It's like a part of a pop and lock? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's it's like, like you're when just you're, popping, but you're not locking. It's, lock it's it. just the in. Yeah. <laughs> when, you're, when you're running like kind of a wave train when you're pop and locking, it's that move. But half his body. <laughs> my only other note from this scene is that josh has shampoo hair again in this scene oh. it's really flat real real greasy looking well, he's been running this oh. is very true to continuity that's awesome i didn't think about that good on them he does look <laughs> like he just got done taking a shower or something sweating uh, profusely <laughs> the next scene is a charzo scene they're walking but then they quickly dip into josh's office charlie's telling zoe not to 
get in his business with the president. Like, don't, you know, tell him I have things to say when I, I'll, I'll do it myself, basically. It's kind of funny when Josh comes in and he's like, I'm just looking for something. You guys can keep fighting. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> and then as Charlie's saying, like, I, I work in this office with the smartest people in the world. In the background, Josh is like fiddling with his desk and tries to sit in his chair, which is not there. And then he falls down. And then Donna comes in and it's like, oh, we got to fix that. Well, doesn't he call her? He's like, he's like, Donna. And then she comes and she's like, yeah, <laughs> we're going to get you something. Like she really knows what happened and that it has to be fixed. I think that's the whole thing with the, that's the chair plot line for this yeah. episode. It, it just Worth led it. to Josh falling down. Yeah. Set it up. But it was a one-two punch. Set it up, knock it down. Yeah. <laughs> Fall it down. Sam and Toby are after that. Sam tells Toby the pod bay door is like totally fucked now and they can't get it open. Um, well, if only we had a pod bay specialist. That's a payload specialist. It's actually the payload door. Oh, right. Like, I, he missed yeah, yeah. I keep going to the pod bay door for 2001. They're still working through some like protocols, though. It's like, you know, you can turn on another booster system or whatever the hell. Um, so they're not totally screwed yet, but um, things are they're getting down the checklist of what to do. So Toby's still getting freaked out. And he says to Sam, he confesses a little that he had forgotten his brother was up on the space shuttle. And that's why he was weird about it earlier that he was embarrassed. Yeah, but there's something obviously going on. He had forgotten his brothers on the space shuttle. He's clearly not talking to his brother yet. He still somehow tracks when he's on the space shuttle or doesn't track. Well, yeah. He's implying here that, like, oh, he normally does, but now he's messed it up somehow. He's clearly familiar with the technology. He knows what the CRC is, actually. That's yeah. just a bunch of rockets around the ship. I think they mentioned that the flight got delayed a few times. Yeah. And so he forgot that it had launched recently or whatever. There's Charlie and the president after that. The president's taking a nap, which he probably should. He was looking sweaty earlier. He, <laughs> he was sweaty, nap. yeah. The president brings up the thing to Charlie that Zoe had brought up earlier. And he finally tells them there was a report that he wanted him to look at from the Center for Policy Issues or something like that. Something tank. Yeah. But the press is cool. He's like, yeah, whatever. I don't. He, he's busy. He's the president. But he's like, yeah, Charlie, I'll, I'll yeah, put it in there. I'll read it. Yeah. Show it to me and I'll look I at trust you. Uh, this is the scene where he pops the pill. He like walks mm-hmm. to his desk and while his back is the Charlie, he, he like does slips a body it. block. Yeah. Sneaky move. Wow, I didn't see that. Oh, and by the way, I, just, I, I feel like this scene with Charlie's info is more nuanced, right? Because he's like, Charlie, tell me about it. And then Fitz comes in and he's like, shit, this Fitz thing is like top priority. I have to interrupt Charlie, even though it's obvious like he's like hesitating. If he wants to tell me this thing. So then you feel like the president's brushing him off by saying, put it in my briefcase. Oh, but it's I like, thought it was so great. Because on the, no, I, I, I mean, first of all, okay, we already said how... You know, he tried to get out of Charlie. Charlie didn't want to. But he again, they go back to it and he pushes like he knows something's going on. He pushes for the info. And even when, yeah, Fitz comes by indicating that some shit's going down that he really has to deal with right now. He tells his boy Charlie he will read it and he do. He but there's, do read but it. But it creates like a susp- like, is he or is he not going to do yeah, the right thing by Charlie? We don't know the amount of care that the president gives to making sure everything in his briefcase gets read every day yeah yeah and he reads it that same day but like but less than 12 hours later 
Right. So Fitz comes in, Charlie leaves. They're waiting on a call and Fitz says, Can like can I wait here with you? So he he brings up the president's health again too. He says, How are you feeling? You look you don't look good or something like that to that effect. So they keep hinting at that, even though nothing really comes out of it. Fitz, while they're waiting, has a very like high stony moment when he's staring mm-hmm. at the rug. The eagle on the seal in the carpet. In one talent he's holding arrows, and in the other an olive branch. Most of the time, the eagle is facing the olive branch, but when Congress declares war, the eagle faces the arrows. How did he do that? Do you think they've got a second carpet sitting around in the basement someplace? Maybe this piece in the middle cuts out and they do it like a basketball court. I love this moment so much. The president seems very disinterested in this. This seems like his jam. I know. That's what I was like. He's not big on the carpet talk right now. Normally he would be though. It seems like his kind of thing. Yeah, because he like, he's would not have feeling the so good. To it he did just well. wake up from a nap though. Well, <laughs> he I really just took thought, some weird pill. I really thought it was that he is so nervous over this young fighter pilot. His mind is, is elsewhere. Yeah. Right. It's a shame though. I really wanted Bartlett to drop some trivia, carpet trivia on us. Yeah. It's also like hitting too close to home, right? Because if the pilot ends up dead now he has to go to war Ooh, it's like a metaphor mm. leo did mention earlier that the president is like living and dying by every minute of this every development in this case or whatever but as it turns out the pilot is fine gets the call the president talks to him he's so excited he tells fitz he's gonna figure out the carpet thing <laughs> yeah he's, he's gonna get to the bottom of it not really how it works fitz says no he's gonna do it i like the staging that Fitz has for this because he knew that the phone call was coming through and he knew that they got the guy out right, he must have right he could have told him hey we got the guy I'm gonna get him for you in a few minutes and he would have been just as happy I think but he's like oh let me wait and like bother you for a minute yeah. first hey I got the guy on the phone do you want to talk to him <laughs> you, uh, Bartlett I, seemed very happy I feel like if you are gonna ever see the president you should have like a bunch of Oval Office trivia in your mind just for any awkward moments that come up. Yeah, that's smart. And Fitz really Just in case. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Do you know why they call it the Oval Office? Because of the shape of it? That's what I'm going to tell him. Oh, I think, okay. <laughs> He's not going to know. I bet you he gets that a lot, Eric. Maybe you want to brush up on your <laughs> Get a better yeah. one? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it is the shape? <laughs> <laughs> like, when you that's said that, I was like, it's the shape, right? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> There's a CJ press conference after that. She's doing like a victory lap. We saved the guy. Um, aren't we great? They have a couple of military guys in there to give some post-briefing like details. Um, that one's really short. Um, they quickly cut backstage where she's like coming off stage. And Danny comes back there and he says, like, why did you lie to me, boo? What did I ever do to you? <laughs> she says it was a good lie, basically. So... You know, it might have thrown the Iraqi intelligence off for a few minutes, so totally worth it. But then he's like, oh, you you should have lied to someone else, which kind of a weak argument. But right. didn't, he asked her he's like, why didn't you, it, why, and then why she didn't... answered. But he could, she, yeah, she, she, she picked him first, you know. She knowing what the question would be. Right, she, she could have uh. picked on someone else to answer their question, but what, what does it matter? But who's going to remember which person asked the question? Uh, that seems, yeah, it seems odd to me. Um, but Danny gets really uh, indignant about it. He starts listing um, about how supportive of this administration that he's been. He's in the tank, liberal media. 
And then he lists off his credentials of all the places he's worked at. I've covered the White House for eight years, and I've done it with the New York Times, the Washington Post, Time Magazine, and the Dallas Morning News. And I'm telling you, you can't mess me around like this. Danny, I gotta tell you, that was, seriously, that was a turn-on when you said that, though. I don't know why you decided to be your most haughty on the Dallas Morning News in that sentence. CJ. Yeah, I had the same question. <laughs> also, Time Magazine, CJ. which, what is that? That was a magazine, like Time Life. <laughs> it used to be like a big company. Oh. It was what, like what a... What happened uh, to that? Time it's Warner. It's still around. Craigslist. Oh, is yeah. it still around? CJ's like, uh, we gotta we gotta go. The buses are leaving for the town hall. As... Okay, but I just want to mention, even before, I think, I'm not sure before or after, Miss Lanningham gets in on the jokes. She's on this women, one. She's in this next it scene. It was women's softball. She's just nailing him. She yeah, just... this is the outer office. Uh, wow. Ever, the president's getting ready to leave. Uh, Miss Lanningham's ragging him a little. And when Sacramento State and the University of the Pacific get together, it's usually a barn burner, sir. You're not going to spoil my good time for me. Oh, sir, I think we both know from experience that's not true. She's sure the game is going to be a barn burner. I just want to say that That's an old lady at word. this podcast, <laughs> we have a word. tremendous amount of respect for women's softball. We love Mrs. Landingham, but <laughs> she just she knocks the ladies. Yeah. Also, you know? we have a lot of respect for boys' t-ball. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but before the president leaves, he wants to drop by Toby's office real quick. He is pretty zoned out. Like, he doesn't hear the president, like, calling him the first couple times. He's staring out the window. The president picks up that he's looking for the space station <laughs> out of the window. <laughs> and for some reason, he's like, oh, they're over Australia right now. They're not here. How does he know that? Who knows? He's very smart. He gives them kind of a... a pep talk about all the procedures on prom procedures that they have to rescue these guys even if everything goes wrong they'll send up another shuttle and dock toby's not hearing it though he insists on being a downer about yeah. it he's like wow thanks for all the kind words but frown yeah things <laughs> and the, he even like the president even tries to be like i know it's you know you and your brother have a tough relationship and toby's like i get that you're trying to like imply you have some idea of what this is like between us but and he's probably got you know the highest level brief possible about it yeah i really struggled with the scene because i was like really annoyed with toby but then i was also like oh poor toby he's so, really feeling it i know he has all the feelings he has the feels but what a good acting job that is definitely how curmudgeon toby would deal with something really heartbreaking i believed it he'd be angry and sad and then they cut to the town hall which is basically a half replay half new information version of the first scene that we got the pre-credit sequence right we go back to the future so i <laughs> tried to figure out if this was exactly the same take for everything no they, it's not, it's the not. Feeling it wasn't it's not no it's not there's slightly new bits of information yeah. right they emphasize different angles on stuff the charlie info which you couldn't really hear you could hear it if you're listening for it on the first in the pre-intro bit it's what like I mean under is, the background while people are talking you can but that's hear what the I'm president saying, like, did they have other cameras set up and this is the same take that they show you in the beginning of the episode but from different i angles? mean i don't think they like film shut everything down and filmed it again but yeah, it's the same. Because sometimes it seems like people are saying the same line, but a little differently. I th I got that too. Oh, that's I do likely. think they reshot it. I mean, they yeah. shot it from different angles. They had to keep it a little fresh. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, it would be like five minutes of the same exact footage in a thirty-seven minute episode. Yeah. So uh, we but go it, back to the president shitting on kids. Right. Um, <laughs> not literally. He's doing when it. he takes his jacket off. Oh, I think there's a moderator, right? Um, uh, probably. He I says. Know. I don't remember actually. I think. 
but he's like, no, he's taking questions. He, he's like, this is going to be the last question. So I don't know why the president waited till the last question to take his jacket off. He's going to do it. Do it's it. a great do it early. But he also says it's two hours into this town hall. Yeah. That's, that's a big sister. That's really, really long. Those things are never usually happen now. Maybe an hour. Yeah. Sam uh, gets that call. Um, it's the if, if you're watching really close, it's the name of the person at NASA he kept talking to. Peter so, somebody. Peter or, yeah. So if you were really uh, eagle-eared, you would have you would have caught it. But it's not even that Sam gets the call. It's that Toby gets the call. Well, Sam intercepts and it. He's like, no, give me that. Yeah. Like that's a. Li- I was thinking about that. It's like I, it worked out okay, I guess. But like, that's well, a no. little presumptuous. Ginger gets the call for Toby and then tells Sam, and then Sam is like, "No, no, she's I'll like, where is Toby? Yeah, she's, she's like, there's a call, a call for Toby. And right. He's like, who is it? And she's like, it's blah blah blah. Yeah, and he's like, oh, give me that. Well, he was handling this for Toby. Yeah, he's handling it. And also, if it's bad news, like, you need shaking to break his head, it no, to Toby. guys in the audience. He's not buying our arguments. I'm just. It's a little like. Like that's you know. No, you rather have a friend break that news to you if it's bad news than I guess so. Like and he did say, like I phone. want you to keep in touch with him for me and let me know what's going. Yeah. On. All right. You could tell Toby is quietly emotionally distraught in this episode. Like and... I get that this like turned out really sweet and you want to defend that, but yeah, <laughs> no, but it, could it turned, turned out, out sweet. really badly. Yeah, it could have been bad, and the situation would have been like even better if it was bad because you want sam to tell toby not anyway what what we find out now is that although they had devised the signal for the earlier pilot error that has been resolved now this is the signal for this news it's not quite as apt okay because it's the other the other other one was supposed to be a plane taking off Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so they should have made it like a plane gently landing motion like a dance move yeah uh-huh. But that means something's gone wrong. I'm but doing uh, the dance but again. they're using the takeoff signal for this one too because right. up is good instead of a whale very breaching. Up o normative. Be a whale going back into the water. Debreaching. <laughs> is that what? That... I think so. Debre- a yeah, debreaching. That sounds accurate. Yeah, for sure. So everybody's excited that the shuttle landed. Um, they start intermingling some cuts uh, of the Secret Service outside. Um, Gina walking around. Um, there's a moment where they go back on stage. They show Bartlett mention that his great grandfather's great grandfather signed the Declaration of Independence. Um, I think I looked this up before. There is a Bartlett on the Declaration of Independence. So wonder if he's actually related to that character. Who knows? <laughs> um, the then music he, starts pumping up a little bit. He as says some bullshit out. about all men are created equal. Which is oh, right. which is so garbage. Nobody ever thought to written write by that down slave before. owners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's heavy. That's mm-hmm. your country, man. Bad dudes, but also good. Back outside, <laughs> they show two guys up in a window that overlooks the motorcade it's a book depository yeah (laughs) they appear to be loading handguns yeah they're putting some clips into some pistols people start filtering out uh so it's all the same stuff we're seeing earlier um then the skinhead guy like you think rips his hat off was that like the signal to shoot and then turns turns around and then runs away kind of he's like shaking he's having like a seizure it's like really disturbing he's having like a fit yeah it's really weird What's weird to me about this is that 
you're in like a little tiny town in Virginia. Don't you think the Secret Service would have swept all the surrounding The Secret buildings? Service Well, there has are a Secret lot. Service snipers. We see... Yeah, we have questions, Secret Service. Yeah, okay. So, Run, Butterfield. So, what happens? Some shots get fired. Um, everybody's... There's mass confusion. Some people are running away. Some people... You know, they're everybody like scattering. Josh takes yeah. Donna down. Yeah. Um, uh, Gina takes Charlie down, it looks like. We're not sure, though. It, maybe he was hit. Yeah, we don't we don't know what happens, and then at the end there's something over the radio. Who's been hit? Who's been hit? Yeah, and then it's the end, right. and then it's like doodle Oh, so something are you gonna say? Well, I was gonna say that, well, this is so like t- this is such a tastefully done structure for kind of a cheesy cliffhanger like you could you could maybe think this is cheesy right like if you i think it's pretty cheesy if you'd see the episode in a linear order and everything's just like sweet in a normal episode of the west wing and then all of a sudden there's like some violence right but the fact that they signposted in the beginning they signposted a lot you want to know what the end of that initial scene is you're prepared for it you know oh oh, yeah yeah so it's very uh, intelligently done but wait but but Wait. the fact that they're like blackout and then who's been hit? Like, come on. We're Do all wondering they... already, like, was anyone injured? Right. You don't have to have that be the voiceover. It's silly. Right. You're already wondering that. You've like erased so, the subtlety of your structure. A detail that we noticed in this episode or this like scene at the end was that CJ is getting pushed out of the way in one one shot by a blonde Secret Service agent. And then immediately after that in the next shot is getting pushed down by Sam. Oh, yeah, Sam takes a CJ down. So this is something... So there could be multiple CJs. Well, no, it's like <laughs> there, could, there are definitely multiple CJs. So what's funny that is a little spoilery in the following season, Mm-mm. CJ doesn't mm. know who like took her down. Oh, no spoilery. And there's a storyline of a Sam about that. Mm-hmm. But I won't go into any okay. more detail. Okay. But I think I have a theory that they... Like reshot CJ oh, right. being pushed down, Retconned so they it, could yeah. have to get in there. the storyline mm-hmm. about it in the next. Okay, season. so now we can talk about how st- every aspect of this plan on all sides is just really stupid. What is the Secret Service doing? Not like looking in this like yeah. array of windows that is going to like overlook the president. Oh yeah, but they show for like a sp- split second. They do have snipers on the roof, so they they're in uh, whatever. <laughs> they're in somewhere. They're ready. Well, they're on top of the building, but yes, they're, they're on top of the building. Must not have cleared the rooms, or they didn't. But what did they? Did the, did the Secret Service clear every room facing every building that the president goes by? No, but they Probably. definitely they definitely sweep like the rooms, and no one is allowed near the windows. Like I was in a building once when Obama was nearby, like nowhere we could see, but like nearby, and. There was Secret Service in the building I was in, and no one was allowed near the windows. Oh yeah, we did like we could continue the, like with. Huh. I was in college, and we like could continue. Was with there the like class. an agent there to enforce that, or did they just yeah. say like nobody? An agent like stayed in our classroom yeah. the entire time. No, that totally makes sense. That's I was wild. At, so Secret Service totally screwed up here. Like, yeah. well, and then these guys why are they shooting like a pistol from this a far pistol away? you Ta- can't hit with the pistol take from a, take a across rifle. the street they, yeah yeah it's totally there, legal for them a, to get an ar-15 there's a proven method of yeah. what to shoot a president with yeah. come on people gun laws have maybe become more lax since this is pre-9-11 so pistol it's fine for up close but like 
wouldn't you also expect them to use like thermal imaging to i to account for every person that's in the neighboring buildings that's right? that's pre-9-11 and then these guys are obviously just like emptying clips into the crowd they they don't seem to have like a but they're not snipers, you know. They right. you don't well, they're bring only, a, They're using one arm to fire a handgun, you know? right? They're not, so they're, they're just, not really steadying it. They're just trying to like hit some people, maybe. Yeah. Right. Try, um, and so, couldn't one of the snipers on one of the other buildings from the Secret Service take them out like immediately when they? But why, if they're from? gonna have that approach, is their third man in the middle of that big crowd <laughs> that they're gonna indiscriminately fire so, into? So the, it seems like the intent is like he has a certain vantage and can signal like this is the best opportunity. But he has the same. He has, they have but a better vantage. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and they yeah. can't see anything. Yeah. So a lot of that's just for uh, to make the camera staging like the on television staging of it more dramatic but like there's no reason for that other guy to be down on the ground there's no reason for them to have those guns they have so but it's super frustrating when the when the credits run because you realize this is a cliffhanger and you're probably not going to find out how did they change the carpet (laughs) the president promised fits that he was going to explain that and then Oh, nothing yeah. and then boom a whole you know and after an assassination attempt that yeah, probably gets you're dropped probably not yeah. Gonna, yeah. we're never gonna know someone call the white house we need answers <laughs> i mean um, you guys might know i haven't seen the next episode <laughs> no wow. i don't i don't think they answer that yeah well we'll keep an eye out for that okay. yeah i forget um that is the biggest cliffhanger yeah right? it's like <laughs> yeah how do they do it? Is it a whole new carpet? Did they just cut the circle out? Like a basketball court. Like a basketball court. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's a sports thing. I don't know. But Like I know shows nowadays, and like almost every episode ends with a cliffhanger. Like every single episode. But I can't remember during this time any other show ending with a cliffhanger like this. And then you have to wait yeah, like an entire year. Cliffhanger. Well, it's like, like the- tell us about the carpet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so- and this is even like pre the internet where you could watch like interstitial stuff or they could tell you about they could answer your questions like yeah this is how we do the carpet thing yeah no frustrating um Braden, do you think anyone died yeah what do you think is gonna happen now you being the person that hasn't seen the rest of the episodes i don't want to think that any of our beloved characters have died do you think anyone's injured yeah i mean somebody got shot even mandy if was Mandy there? Because she she could Mandy's go. Mandy's dead they now. Should have yeah. killed off Mandy. Yes. Why didn't oh, they do that? So they, because they knew no one would care. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, actor who plays Mandy. It's not you. It's yeah, no so, actor. So we're gonna give you. You've gotten all the Mandy you will ever see or ever hear about <laughs> oh my in God. this show. She never comes back. Oh my God! Really? <laughs> really? She's gone. She's gone. Yeah. So and, she, we could say she was shot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She was a. I think it's better. Like. That would have been so much better. By the writers of yeah. the show, she was shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was shot. <laughs> but so, I never thought about that. They, they totally should have had Mandy there just to get killed. I know. That would have been great. Up the drama, too, man. Yeah, totally. It's, it's perfect. I don't know. I don't think it would have been as exciting if Mandy got shot. Because, like, I don't care. All the rest <laughs> of the plot lines... But then they're just like, oh, oh, and, 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 and they're like, oh, shot. yeah, Mandy's ah! dead. Hey, yeah, they don't have to <laughs> show not, mourning for now. her. No, it doesn't have to be a big deal. We yeah. don't need a funeral. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is very out back in the Rose Garden. Yeah, it's a busy, oh, that's busy lovely. lives. That's yeah. lovely. What a great place to meet. Oh, yeah, and then the credits shot <laughs> is just kind of, kind of the sniper's uh, view of the rope line and the, the cars and the, the building. 
Um, it's just, you know, it's the building that they, the shooting happened outside of from above. So that's the episode. Guys, so- I thought this was an X-Wing. What? <laughs> is that like a Star Wars thing? It is. Yeah. Is it cool? Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah, it's I thought cool. this was like a X-Wing. Or like a, like a wing-a-ding-ding. We, we have headlines first. <laughs> oh, okay. Get out of order. Sorry. I have a headline. I have two. I have a two couple. Head- I have two. I wrote a headline. I, I, I... I'll make my, I'll make my excuses and say, look, the only headline is gonna be president shot or something. Okay, can I go first because mine's the most generic? Yeah. Okay. Um, Wait, did you do mine? I don't, maybe I'm gonna okay. read it. Okay. President goes out with a bang uh, at college town hall sure. in poor taste. Yeah, that's shitty. Wait, did he die? At least be a human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I had another bang when. Uh, <laughs> president does a bang up job at the town hall i know i listen i did one i, I have like one set, now here. all of yours are gonna shine here i have one thank you for setting me up girl you got it jack it off <laughs> sleazy prez bears all that's pretty good oh my gosh that's really good Brandon. I have Air Force pilot caught between a rock and a hard place. Nice. Oh, That's really good. Oh, this is so good. So, hearkening uh, back to our, our the biggest cliffhanger in this episode, uh, hey, POTUS, does your carpet match your state of war? Uh, okay, I have a carpet one, too. <laughs> um, Oval Office carpet, Illuminati sorcery. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I was started to make a joke about it earlier. Uh, carpet bombing, carpet war. <laughs> something, <laughs> got something there. Uh-huh. <laughs> something. Um, no, my other one is um, carpet DM. No, I don't know. It's sh- shuttle landing scuttled, NASA befuddled. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> That's all I got. Okay, so now, what did you think of this one, Brayden? I'd give it a wing a ding ding. <laughs> Just hearing you say that again is worth it. Are you going to do a set at the Copenhagen? <laughs> it's it's so wonderful. And like I was saying earlier, do yourself a favor and rewatch that initial 10 minutes after you watch it. It's so lovely. You get to see, you, 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 you understand what's going on and the facial expressions. There's so much emotion going on. It's, it's like made for you to watch Sam's- after. Uh, after he tells Toby his like look into his eyes and he's reassure so happy. him, he's like such a great smile. Whereas Toby's like really, and Sam's like yeah, man, it happened. Your brother's <laughs> safe. It's sweet. Toby's and, like sigh and like release of tension in this in the back. Yeah, oh yeah. He gosh. does like a he like rolls his eyes into his head. Yeah. It's almost yeah, like he like, it's like just tilts his head back. It's like a prayer. Almost. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. Something I really liked that they did in this episode was at the beginning. There's already so much tension before the credits because you know a shooting or something terrible is going to happen. But then they get you with Toby's brother and with this pilot and like you kind of forget about what you were so worried about already because there's even more tension from these other mysteries and how they're going to turn out. And then what if the shuttle landed on the rope line? <laughs> that would have been a good ending. That would have been a good ending. And you know, she is looking up in I know. that teaser. Yeah. It would have ma- it would have matched. But the thing is so this is a perfect example of what well, I think something we touched on last week which is the West Wing is concerned that if they were to just present a a narrative in a linear, basic way, you would be bored. So they're constantly like throwing these 
mysteries at you that are only mysteries because they're intentionally withholding information. And this episode is perfect for that because the first, the, the teaser seeds like 10 different what's going on, what are they talking about, like what does this mean in your mind that are now answered as the episode progresses. So you're so much more invested. It's like, did you ever have to do tests with like reading comprehension where you read like three paragraphs and then you have to do multiple choice about what the paragraph said? Do you guys, did you guys ever do that? It's like an, yeah, SAT verbal. Yeah, yeah, comprehension. Yeah. 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 And it's so much easier if you like look at the questions first and then read it. Because oh, now you're yeah, like, oh, what, what did Jillian actually choose? And then you want to know and then you read it. What did Jillian choose? I don't remember. I probably, I probably got that one wrong. <laughs> but it's just really it's such a good structure yeah because like the whole charlie plot line was like he gave the president a memo yeah <laughs> that's like <laughs> that's the memo. but it's actually like a really sweet scene and then like he worked when it you into the speech yeah but like the scene at the beginning it, i i really like the way that i mentioned earlier like it's it's a sentimental scene and a callback but you don't really understand that it's happening so when you finally do realize like oh that's kind of sweet but they don't like hit you over the head with it yeah, you're you're it's like a little time bomb of of cloying sweetness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I I give this one a best wing. This yeah, is a good episode. Definitely a best wing. Definitely a best wing. Definitely a wing a ding ding. <laughs> is that good though? I think so. Is that, po- is that like positive. a like a Nike like a, swoosh or it's like a, a negative hip hop? I think it's swooshy. <laughs> That's good. It's definitely swooshy. Yeah. Yeah? This is definitely a whale breaching for yeah. sure. Well, <laughs> we had we had it with the swooshing. Okay. okay, so uh, we have what is we have season ending now. Are there who had character arcs resolved in this episode? I think CJ. CJ had sure. two of them. I think. Yeah. Two. She, she's one of the boys now. Yeah. And her and Danny seem on decent terms now. That's no, no, true. she she's like fully dominated Danny. She she made up to him though. But, by but like uh, here's a tip. You know, we're back to normal. Well, the think. last scene they have is where Danny's like what the hell you should respect me and she was like not even like nah. engaging him on that she well, was no, like then she gave him. him the tip about the space shuttle though after yeah. that it so was like it happens in the beginning oh, but it's oh, at the end oh yeah. yeah so like they're they're back their relationship okay. i think is like mended yeah. mostly she'll say here have the shitty tip what yeah. she has done is own the press room um josh with his surrogate yeah. father leo he gets denied a hug <laughs> 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 so he's still waiting for that hug that his real father never gave him uh, i mean if you want to get serious about josh like someone basically called him out for being a sociopath he realized that like his his uh disease can affect the way people see him and genuinely <laughs> apologize for that yeah twice yeah there were a lot of sweaty people in this episode namely so the sweaty. president and josh oh my gosh yeah <laughs> and hoins hoins pretty and good Hoynes. he did not a bad sweat yeah no, he, looks he looks good like looks good in a sweat yeah I, I thought it was strange that they were like trying to sort of throw you off with the president being asked if he's feeling well and with him being all clammy and whatnot. But it was like a MacGuffin. Like, no, they're, yeah. they're setting that up. They're signposting. Yeah, they're setting that up so that you think about it. But yeah. what's funny What's is wrong with the president? What's four wrong? months oh, like, later, oh. you're not thinking about that anymore. Yeah. Right. Let's not wait that long, guys. <laughs> I'm kind of interested. I want to see what happened with the carpet. Yeah, can you imagine having to <laughs> yeah. wait? What? No. What with twenty some? It was, yeah, it has to be four or five months at least. If a yeah. show did this now, I'd be like, "Fuck this show." I would go straight to the library and look up this. the thing with the carpet. No, I would not, not wait. Like... Did you look it up on Wikipedia? No. 
I thought you guys. Well, would I have guess done it. I meant if a show if a show didn't constantly leave me in cliffhangers like a lot of shows do now, like actiony shows do that all the time. If they if it was just like a happy mellow show and then all of a sudden it's like you could have just killed like all my favorite characters, then I would be like really pissed off. But it's like did, didn't they do that? So many shows like Dallas who shot Jr. Was that Dallas? That was Nobody thing? at this table who watched, watched Dallas? Dallas. I don't. I never saw Dallas. Yeah, but that was like, that's one of the most Dallas? famous cliffhangers. The Simpsons did the same. Well, thing they made as fun of Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Come on. I don't know. Come what you're on. You heard of who shot? Well, JR. there was the. Even though you don't know who Jr. is. My grandma's. My grandma watched the program. There was the Lost Hatch. Yeah. That yeah. was. Kinda... Don't, we don't talk Lost? about that anymore. We don't talk about Lost. I can't. We don't talk about I ga- it. I gave up on that show because it was so ridiculous. But it was good. Okay, let's Until talk about it wasn't good. this show yeah. that our oh. podcast is about. This show's good, though. This, this show, show is good. good. So you like the first season? <laughs> I'm a fan. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Do we have a final count of previously on? I didn't tally them. Oh, wait. Did we bring our special guests on? Did we <laughs> yeah. ever get... Did... Do your best, Julie Hill. Dooley Dooley? Nope. No. Okay. <laughs> Close. Okay. Hi, I'm Dooley Dooley. <laughs> Can you do... I don't. I can't. Can you do your best Bartlett? Mm-mm. I call him Jed. Dollars? That's my Bartlett. That just sounds like you. That was How you. How many dollars? You. You're really good at impressions. Oh, so... You didn't even try. I think you just said dollars. <laughs> That's how you normally say dollars. Jason, do your best Josh. Donna? No. That was really that. You like that? That's pretty good. Thanks. I appreciate Oh, yeah. Do other characters. Do your best Donna. <laughs> Josh, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> Do you miss Joey Lucas? No, no, that's <laughs> a trap. Don't even. She okay, does that a lot. All right, that's a safe one. We talked about that in the last episode. Raspberries. Um, <laughs> Do your best, Mrs. Landingham. Oh, lady softball. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm a senior citizen. Yeah. Stop badgering a senior citizen. Oh, that was very close. Good. No, not even. Do your best, Mandy. Oh, I'm so annoying. <laughs> wow. Our... Wow. Wow. I'm pretty sure we were just talking about Mandy getting shot to death. <laughs> wow. Being very disrespectful. Yeah. Okay, I have the final counts of the All previously right. ons. There are 22 episodes. There are uh-huh. two of them that do not have a previously on. There is the first episode because there was no previously, uh, and there's um, that ep- weird outlier. There's episode fourteen um, called "Take This Sabbath Day," which is a standalone one. That's the supreme. That's the death penalty one. Yeah, where Toby's in totally the um, temple. So Take this Sabbath day, the third most is Charlie. Yeah, that's my boy. He has three. Nice. The second most is CJ with ooh, five. Ooh, 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 yeah, ooh. the siege. And the first most is Sam with mm. six. Sam. Wow. Who only gets it by having like three out of the last four. Wow. Probably you, a contract dispute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you got to think that this is some kind of like ranking of how much Sorry. they like the cast members. Sam does This is pretty like... close. Actually. You know <laughs> Rob Lowe makes the most money, I'm sure. The only other uh, thing from this season is the weird credits music that they played twice <laughs> that they seem yeah. to have abandoned pretty early. They were trying early. something out. Yeah. Yeah, getting They hit groove. their stride with a weirdly upbeat. I think this one may be the most over-the-top version of that because it's like, oh, who's dead or not? We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, this, this was composed by John Philip Sousa, right? 
I thought it was uh, Snuffy Walden. Yeah, well, oh, that's right. Willie Snuffs, based inspired by John. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. That's hey guys, thanks for joining us for yeah. a season of laughs and good times on the radio phone. See you next season. <laughs> oh, we did shucks. it. Is we... next se- when is next season? Well, next, we'll figure it out. The next week. Well, that's yeah, uh, TBD. Well, we're on a we're on a bi-weekly schedule now. Right. The next next week. Um. Yeah, maybe a week after that. We have busy lives. We're going to take a very short hiatus, and then we'll be back with the next season. We've got a really slow internet connection, so it takes a really long time to watch each episode. It takes a long time to upload. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It takes us some time. We good? We love you. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 